guys and welcome back to the team of time podcast thank you very much for joining us again uh today we wanted to talk about our weight loss journey <laughs> it's uh oh, oh more yeah i think that's weight loss yeah more weight loss sorry weight i was gonna say your, oh health journey, health journey. no it's more weight loss yeah it's weight loss because that's been a big kind of battle we're both head yeah. to face um in our own different ways so we wanted to share that with you um, because we know a lot of people are trying to lose weight that's a big kind of goal and has been for us and we're still on it we're still on it definitely um but we want to share some things that have helped us so pam if you want to start us off and maybe just start us off where it all began for you like yeah so like i guess like most mums yeah most mums they like gain weight through mm-hmm. pregnancy so for my whole life i've always been really thin and i've always like that's kind of just who i was yeah. i was like the skinny girl like the lanky girl yeah and so that's just what I thought I was. And so after having, like when I was pregnant, I really didn't think I was going to gain weight. So I just was like, whatever, I'm, I'm just going to eat the same way I do, but eat for two. And that's what I ended up doing. And I ended up gaining about, after both my pregnancies, I gained 50 kilos or 55, around that. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I was like 65 um, pre-pregnancy, post-pregnancy. I think I was like one... What was I? 118 or 120 something. You were nearly the same weight, eh? Yeah, we're, I was catching up to you and I was so mad. I was like, <laughs> like what is going on? Why am I catching up to my husband right now? <laughs> and so, like, that was like my biggest thing was I just didn't want to weigh more than you. Yeah. And, and then, so come the end of having both my kids, oh, like, I felt inside, I felt so disgusting. Mm. Like, I felt so ugly. Like, during the pregnancies, I, had, I really didn't think about it. Yeah. And it wasn't until after where, like, my kids started running around or crawling and I had to, like, play with them and chase after them mm. that, like, I was hurting. Like, I've always been skinny, so I was able just to stand up, whereas now I had to, like, grab onto things. Mm. I had to ask you to help me up. Yeah. And so things like that, like, really was, like, a wake-up call for me. Yep. And also just not feeling comfortable in my body. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. want to go out. I didn't want to go shopping by myself, especially by myself. I didn't want anyone to see me because yeah. I was so ashamed of my body. And Even photos, I remember you did, hated taking photos. I hated photos. photos. So that's, that's why like now I regret not taking photos because I can't really like look uh. back on it. But um, I hated photos. And if if there was a photo, like I really, I would put the kids in front of me or I'd try and hide behind Caleb mm. or do what I could to hide myself. And... Yeah, I was just super uncomfortable and I didn't know where to start because I hadn't really tried to lose weight like that mm, before. True. I was like new to it and I didn't know where to start. And just because I think too with the whole weight loss thing, there's just so much information out there that I wasn't mm. sure what to listen to. Yep. And so I kind of just thought, you know what, let's just start going for walks and things like that. And then eventually... Um, like I started, eventually I had a, my cousin Guinea who was doing like a, he, he was doing like a weight loss program and he does it for men, but I really needed someone to help me. Yeah. And so I jumped on his um, program. I think I was the first woman to do it with him, mm-hmm. like because he just does men. Yeah. And so it was really good to have advice from him, like 
his his advice was like pretty much what I needed. All he told me to yeah. do was at least half an hour of walking or like half an hour of some kind of uh, physical activity and then just eating three meals a day with two snacks and making sure that most of my food is veggies and fruits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that Keep was it. Basically, it was simple. super simple because I think if I tried to jump on what I'm on right now or what I've been doing lately, it'll be too overwhelming. Yeah. And so what I used to do was literally just run circles around the park, go for walks and things like that. And eventually I started losing the weight and... Yeah, so it's just like a really long <laughs> journey, yeah. so it's hard for me to just pinpoint. How did you get motivation? Like, what actually? Because mm. I know I think that's a big part of starting. There's like gaining some kind of motivation. Because, like you said, you've it was real difficult. You're probably quite depressed and yeah. hated how you felt and and looked. Um, yeah, what was like that driving force to even want to start and find help? Yeah, so I think the driving force was my kids started crawling and walking because mm. I don't think I I really cared too much when, yet, babies. when they were babies yeah. because I was too busy trying to make sure that they were staying alive, yeah. feeding them, things like that. And so it wasn't until I saw that they were walking and running and I couldn't fit in the playground. Mm. Like I couldn't play with them and I felt like... And that's and like also when we used to go to like little carnivals and stuff and you know how you have the skinny parents they get to sit with their kid yeah. on the thing, I was thinking to myself, I think we went with Adi and that to, um, one of those it was during oh, Eka time, yeah, I and I could just remember like sitting there thinking, if I was thinner I could sit with Kalisi on oh. this ride, and I just remember thinking I don't want to be too big that I can't do that with my kids, yeah, and so it was more like a I need to be healthier for my kids and I need mm-hmm. to be healthier for myself too because I felt like crap I didn't want to go out because I felt ugly yeah and so it was more just yeah that was the drive the drive behind it was my kids and just feeling like like feeling crappy for like for a couple of years yeah. because growing up I never had any I didn't have those issues with myself mm-hmm. and so all of a sudden getting them I felt like I needed to get out of this body. Yeah, and I remember that time too. It was quite difficult. And I think for me as a husband, like I, I didn't want to... Like obviously, I knew that you, that you needed to and that you wanted to, but I didn't want to push too hard from my side. But just try to be supportive. Like I remember we would go to the park, I'd look after the boys so you could like run, mm-hmm. do your running. Um, and so, yeah, I think that I've seen... There's been a lot of like kind of different milestones you've had to kind of hit and... It's kind of been yeah. an up and down journey. Eh? It's been so up and down. Um, and so yeah, after that, after working with Guinea and, and kind of just starting, what took you to the next level after that? I yeah, so was, after working yeah. with him, I just started watching a lot of YouTube mm-hmm. and like researching what else I could do. Yep. And so then I started doing workouts with um, Latu, my brother, in his gym. Like yep. I'd always go over to his house or like go over to their house and he'll be annoyed because I'd be like can you please do a oh, boxing yeah, session right. with me mm-hmm. and so he'll spend like an hour and a half just helping me train <clears throat> because like I don't know why he he was so helpful but I was just like can you please and I know I knew it was annoying to him but at the same time like he usually works out by himself yeah and so I think having Latu there really pushed me like he helped me a lot and he doesn't even know that and so like boxing with him and feeling and not just going over to my parents' house to lay around. And then, so from there, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to leave Paul Atu alone and I need to find something else. And so Adi um, 
Caleb's auntie like kept nagging me to come to her boot camp. Oh yeah, that's right. To six pack, and I was like, especially because Adi goes like at what five forty five in the morning. Yeah. I was like, I am not waking up that early. So one time I did, and then I went and I enjoyed it. Mm. So then I ended up signing up for um, six pack boot camp. We had Caleb on this podcast. Oh, Caleb Ormsby, yeah, the owner of that boot camp, on this podcast before, and yeah, like. I think I put it off for the longest time because I didn't want to put money on it. Like, mm. I just kept telling Caleb, nah. Like, because Caleb has always been, you've been super supportive for me to join anything mm-hmm. that would help me. And so for me, I just thought, nah, like, it's money that's wasted on me. Like, let me just, let me just do it on my own for free. Yeah. And so I think you always turned around and was like, but it's your health. Like, you, you can't put money on your health. And mm. that's true. And so yeah putting in money and investing it into my health like i was like you know what i'm not gonna waste this money i'm gonna go every day i'm gonna do double sessions if i can because i'm gonna make the most of this money that's going into it and then having because at the boot camp they give you a coach they Mm -hmm. give you a diet plan and so that really just yeah pushed me through from my plateau that i was on Mm -hmm. yeah so uh, like i'll quickly recap so back when I started by myself, I think I lost maybe like five kilos. Mm-hmm. So then it gradually went down to like 110 or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then I worked with, oh no, and then I got myself to about 99 or 98 kilos. Mm-hmm. Worked with Kini and he helped me get to, I think, 92 was it? or 94 or something like mm-hmm. that. And then going to six pack boot camp. I was able to get down to my lightest there was I think 87 kilos and then yeah and then after when we left um, boot camp because we had to move to France I've had to kind of battle it on my own and Mm -hmm. it's been the hardest because I plateaued for like I ended up gaining weight and sitting on 92 kilos for a while and this year and also last year like I've just been really grinding at it but Mm -hmm not being as crazy about it and so yeah i'm sitting at about 82 so all up i've lost over 35 kilos since starting but it's been a couple of years it's it hasn't been like a like you know three months and i've lost yeah and i think people need to understand that it's it's not an overnight thing and you shouldn't expect quick results yeah because i think when you do see that you you haven't learned the right disciplines and skills to make it a lifelong thing because it's a lifestyle it's Mm-hmm. It's not you just lose weight in six weeks and then that's it. Like you can go back to old ways. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's a, something you have to work out. Work out, And I think that's something that you've seen because it's been a long grind. It's not It's been a long like grind. Years. It still is, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's exactly that. It's finding the balance. Mm-hmm. Like for myself, it's, yeah, I can have my treats, but then yeah. also making sure that I'm, eating well like i'm eating enough veggies i'm eating enough fruits and also that i'm moving my body yeah so it's all it's all just like a mathematical equation where it's just calories in calories out you're ex- you're trying to exert more energy than you are putting in to your body mm-hmm. and i've learned i've had to learn how to balance it properly yeah for sure and even for myself because when i when i was at the broncos my weight was like 112 112 kgs and I was really like, quite fit and healthy. Then when I went to rugby, I thought that I could just put on a few more kgs and, and they'd be a bit bigger because I wasn't doing as much running like I was in league. Then I got up to, man, I think what my heaviest I was like 120, what, 
125. I've been 125, I think. Oh, okay. So that's like the most. Mm-hmm. And for me, like that's, as a rugby player, that's bad. Like I train every day, but I was probably like eating twice as much as I should have. Sometimes three times yeah. as much as I should have. And, and so even for me, like I've, yeah, weight loss is something that I've also tried to work at mm-hmm. um, in my own way, which is kind of crazy to think. Yeah, but what, like, yeah, because for me, it was, I wasn't moving enough. Yeah. But whereas for you, it was, you were eating too much. I was eating too much, but moving, like I was moving enough. You were moving a lot. But like my, you know, if it's a math- mathematical equation, I was just surplus on food. <laughs> I was just way over and so I was always gaining weight or like staying the same and I could never move it and I think a lot of it had to do with like my mind as well mm-hmm. like using food as a way to cope and soothe self-soothe yeah. with difficult situations with rugby not getting picked um, not on good terms with the coach and so I used food as my like even when I got injured as well for a period of time mm-hmm and it wasn't only your bad times it was even your celebration moments yeah true you were like if you had a really good game babe order me Macca's like and that's the thing sometimes if I like because we do skin folds and like I'll be eating really good so I can get better skin folds and then after I, I got like my result I'll just go and eat rubbish or eat to heaps or too much because I love chocolate that's always been my Achilles heel but since like I remember back home my exit meeting with the coaches they're like yeah you've got a lot of potential but just yeah we've had to have too many chaps around your <laughs> your your diet and your eating and and those kind of things and so when i was here in france and the dietitian guy i had the same chat that i had back home it just slapped me in my face and like man you need to do something you need to stop being so complacent like you've got a really good opportunity and i should be looking after my body either you know even if I wasn't playing rugby, but especially because mm-hmm. that's my job, you know, I have greater, you know, I need to have a greater commitment to looking after myself. And so from then, I think I was, I was like 121 at that time. Yeah. And like, as of now, I'm like 114. Yeah, but it's only been how many months? It's been like two, yeah. two months. Um, so yeah, I, I can lose weight quickly, but I can gain it back just as quick. And so for me, I think what really helped me was counting my calories. Yeah. And Pam was doing that already, so I jumped on board with her and just eating less than I'm exerting. Mm-hmm. And so that's why like, I I love walking because I can burn calories um, and like it's not high-intense stuff. Mm-hmm. So I walk heaps and just eat, try to eat more proteins and um, really keep an eye on my diet. And so, yeah, this is the lightest I've been in a few years, which is nice. Yeah. I feel way better. Like, yeah, and just way more happy. Because mm-hmm. when I step on, like I weigh myself every morning. Um, it's it's nice to to see it not so high. Yeah, and for you, like with the way you've eat, the way you're eating, like why is it now that it's working? Do you reckon? Um, I think I have got a better relationship with food. I think before I used to just like, like my eyes were bigger than my stomach, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So if I had, if we're having dinner, I have like two plates. Not because I'm really that like I am hungry, but. I just, I've always overeaten. Mm-hmm. Like that's been a big thing. And so understanding, like with the, when I count calories and see how much my body actually needs, it's helped me realize that, yeah, I don't need to eat that much. Yeah. I can cut back. I can still enjoy, like I still have chocolate, um, but like I make sure that I, I haven't eaten that much or, you know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I just got to make sure that my calories are, um, 
around maintenance or in a deficit mm-hmm. so I can enjoy the chocolate. Yeah, and I think too, like um, finding healthy alternatives to what you're already eating, like exactly. the stuff you enjoy. Yeah. I think too many times when we, especially for myself, like I've learned that um, jumping into weight loss and thinking you've just got to eat broccoli and chicken. Yeah, that's like, not that's, that's not true. That's not true. Like there's so many alternatives out there like um that uh oh I think someone's awake. Um yeah, that are way less calories but taste the same. Mhm. And so it's switching to things like that. Yeah, even cutting out sugar, we use like stevia now. Yeah. Like cutting out peanut butter, bought PB2. It's like a powdered um a lot more healthier peanut butter. Yeah. Local sugars, I'm not I mean sauces. Mm-hmm. And making our own like ice creams, ice creams, and things like creams. that. And that's the thing too is like we still eat like we still eat Good, our, yeah. our macas, like yeah, we still huh. eat our whatever we want, but like it's everything in moderation. Yeah. So we eat, we eat like you know healthy or like low lower calorie foods. So most that of we the time can, too. Yeah. Yeah, most of the time, so that we don't have to worry too much about when we do eat higher calorie foods. Mm-hmm. So it's. <laughs> That's Galisi. Just woke up from his nap. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a it's marathon, a work, yeah. not a sprint. It and is. And it's the best investment you can make, mm-hmm. I feel. And I, I feel there's definitely a link between your mind. The more that I work my mind, the, the easier it is to help me with my food. Yeah. Like I'm not using food as a coping mechanism now. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I can still enjoy it, but so I think, not attached to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when you're first starting out. Yeah. Oh my goodness. When we're first starting <laughs> when we're first starting out, um, with your weight loss journey, yeah. Honestly look inside. Like look deeper. Oh yeah. So like I think that's the biggest thing, um, for starting for just getting up and doing something mm-hmm. is actually working on your mind first. Asking yourself, like, what's your why or mm-hmm. um Oh my goodness, I sound like an R1 consultant. Um, what is your why? And also just going for it. And just realizing, um, yeah, am I using food as... Oh, that's one thing I read on this post. <laughs> on this post, was it? it was... Um, we, we overestimate how much... Um, Oh no, we underestimate. No, is it? We overestimate how much we rely on food as I don't know, an antidepressant. Mm -hmm. But we underestimate how much we can rely on exercise as an antidepressant. Mm. So. So true. Yeah. Yeah. Use those healthier tools, and life is a lot better. We're not where we want to be. We're still working at it. Yeah. But we've definitely seen a change in um, our life, our lifestyle. Yeah, definitely. Since um, working on it, like being more active, getting out of the house more, um, buying better groceries mm-hmm. for us and for our boys. Yeah. And also like just having, for me, it's having more energy mm-hmm. um, to actually play with my boys and fit in the playground. Yeah. <laughs> and, and do f- those kinds of things. And fit clothes too that you want. Oh yeah, fit. definitely. That's a big thing, even for myself. Like sometimes I, I like fitting clothes nicely. Yeah. And not being tight around the gut. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah. If, oh, if you guys have any tips or things that have helped you that we haven't mentioned, 
yeah let us know I'd like to hear from you yeah but you can do it if we can do it seriously anybody can do it yeah. you just got to start mm-hmm. and that's the best thing that you could do for yourself yeah just begin begin the journey one step at a time mm-hmm. anyway have a good week we and hope to yeah. keep uh, releasing podcasts yeah and we'll see you on the next one bye see ya